Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another video game review. This one's going to be for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, the game's been out a long time, but that shouldn't stop me from reviewing it. I finished it uh, last week, roughly, I think. Um, I did speak about it on uh, our Gaming Talk podcast um, after I'd finished it, which I believe was this week's just gone. Uh, this week's podcast. Um, or it might be last week's time that you hear this. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm here, here to talk about it, here to talk about what was good, what was bad, uh, whether I liked it overall or not, I'll give you that answer straight away. Yes, this is a fantastic game. Um, there is spoilery stuff, but nothing that I'm too, I'm far more interested in talking about Zelda in terms of its gameplay. And in terms of, the, the, the most spoilery thing I'm going to talk about is the Divine Beasts, but in terms of what happens in the story... I have no real interest in talking about that, but uh, I'm mainly going to be talking about the combat and then the combat, how it compares to the different divine beasts and how you fight them and, and that sort of stuff. Um, so if you if you consider the divine beast stuff to be spoilery, then uh, I'm going to be mixing that in with a lot of spoiler-free talk about how the divine beasts work and um, the combat and all that sort of stuff, um, as well as like atmosphere, music and all those sorts of things. Uh, I think Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. I think it's one of those games where it plays very differently to a lot of things I've played before. Um, and bear in mind that this is my first actual Zelda game. Um, I did try out the NES version of uh, Legend of Zelda. I think it's called the one that's on the the uh, Switch Online system. But I barely played it and it's obviously very different to this uh, version of Zelda. Uh, but from what I understand, this sort of changes the format of Zelda quite a bit, and uh, yeah, really just gives kind of a, a fresh take. So make of that what you will. But yes, this is my first full playthrough of a, of a Zelda game, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's really really different to something I've really played before. It's uh, got a learning curve that sure a lot of games do have a learning curve, and like you have to sort of get get a bit of momentum built in terms of. You playing the game, you getting used to certain mechanics, uh, and once you've gotten used to those mechanics, remembering them, and, because uh, you see, the thing is for me, because I played about half of it, and then left it for three months, because, you know, other things got in the way and whatnot, I did have to sort of not relearn the mechanics, because I remembered how to play the game, but in terms of um getting good at the mechanics again and getting sort of reused to using those mechanics like i remembered how to play the game and stuff but it's about switching from example red dead 2 to this or something uh both open world games and that sort of stuff but they play very differently so um yeah i think once you do get past that learning curve and you do get used to the mechanics this is, this is a very rewarding game to play and it really is one of them games where Towards the end, I wasn't rushing, but I was at the case where, like, okay, I've done all the exploring that I want to do. I've got all the things I want to get, and I've got, I had, like, one or two Divine Beasts and Ganon. And what I was essentially doing in my last half of the game was uh, traveling to the Divine Beasts. But on the way, if I run, if I ran into any shrines that were, like, close enough to where they weren't, like, miles away... Um, <clears throat> or any sort of towers, I would go to those, like, if they were in distance where I sort of thought, okay, I can go over there on my way and get it, but not in terms of, like, okay, I can see one on the right in the distance, I'm going to go all the way over there and then come all the way back, it it wasn't a case of those, there were certain shrines that, um, I, I actually did ignore because of that, like, I would hear the 
bleeping thing um, from where like a shrine is near you. And I would just simply ignore it because it would be too far and it would I would already have the stuff that I'd need. Um, <clears throat> but my main kind of sorting out was at the end when I defeated all of the, the divine beasts or taken control of them. However you want to sort of describe that. Um, you sort of defeat it don't you and then you take control of it and use the, the laser to shoot at, back at Ganon. Um, so once you sort of do all of that and then I'd again you know run out of weapons, run out of arrows basically. And it is kind of that thing of like. After you defeat each divine beast, you're probably going to use all but maybe two or one of your weapons. And then for me, it was a case of like, okay, I got through this really massive battle. It's time to like reorganize myself, get all my weapons sort of back and, and all that sort of thing. Um, and some of that was annoying, but it did get to the point where like there's certain stables you can go to. They'll have like hammers and swords and all those sorts of things. And certain enemies that you defeat as well. Like the uh, the guardian shrine things. They would give you like certain spears and shields. And all those sorts of things. So it was just about finding the right place to go. And get those weapons that you'd need. Because uh, obviously if you use like a really basic sword against Ganon. It's not going to be as effective as like a guardian spear or something. Um... So yeah, I, I thought that, that was kind of an interesting way for you to kind of get round to, to playing the game and stuff. Um, I do think there's some like genuinely glorious, like amazing moments in this game where um, you'll either be, you'll either like unlock the door and you'll get a little like noise cue and then you'll know that you sort of progressed. I, I feel like with the music and with the actual weapon rewards that when I progressed in the game I genuinely felt rewarded but it was those sort of points of like um it was getting past it like figuring out certain shrine puzzles which I I loved doing those I thought those were incredibly rewarding and they were actually genuinely quite fun to do as well because uh, I didn't know because I'd heard people talk about shrines and all those sorts of things I didn't know what any of that was because obviously I hadn't played I knew basically nothing about Zelda apart from the main thrust of like the, the thing um, so, yeah, doing those shrines felt very, very rewarding, and a lot of people saying, like, hey, you need to do all these different shrines and all that sort of stuff, and I kind of, like, was curious as to see, okay, what actually are these things, and then you go in there, and, um, I sort of realised after, well, after the first one, at least, that it's like, oh, this is a puzzle, and once you sort out this puzzle, or you do this combat thing, you get rewarded with a weapon, or you can find little, like, boxes that have arrows, or different bows, and weapons, and stuff, um, and I loved doing those things, um, in fact, I'd probably buy a separate DLC just to do, like, ten more of those, I know that there was ones that I left in my level, and stuff, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, I, I enjoyed doing those, and I think that that's quite a cool thing to, to sort of take away from the game, and they're really, really worth doing as well, if you're, if you're jumping in for the first time, and you think, oh, I won't bother with that shrine or something, um, they're a lot more fun than the, the one I thought they were going to be, uh, some of them are a bit more frustrating, because they have certain, you know, cer certain ones are harder than others, but, um, I found them genuinely, genuinely rewarding, and quite fun, and, um, yeah, if you, I would say this is a game that, one, you can't really rush it, and two, you shouldn't, but like I said, when I got to the end portion of the game, it was like, okay, I know what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing either shrines, a divine beast, or a tower, or fighting off little groups of enemies, and then once I've done those last two beasts, I'm going straight for Ganon, uh, plus you have to also find him as well, but that's a different thing to talk about, um, but no, I think the combat's really, really rewarding as well, there's the, um, 
I can't remember what the weapon's called, but it's the ones that you can like swing around. It's like the sledgehammer type of weapons. I think that's that's the phrase that I'll use. Uh, I when I first went into the game and stuff, and obviously you find swords first of all, and uh, so basically you have the sword, you have the spears, and you have the sort of sledgehammer type of weapons. They all play and uh, control very very differently, um, especially with like the charging up shots or, or, or attacks rather. I found that being able to simply start swinging whatever sledgehammer you had into the enemy and then also doing like a last hit after that because basically what you would do is you'd use well, as much as you want to of your stamina while you're sw sw swinging around and hitting the enemy and then uh, essentially do that for as, as long as you can or for as long as you want to because obviously you have different stamina rates when you go through the game or different amounts of stamina sorry as you go through the game and it's just up to you like how much stamina do you want to leave as to after you finish hitting the enemy uh, you slam your your sledgehammer on the ground and you do an extra attack and then later you can unlock like a different attack for stuff where it can like electrocute enemies I found that really rewarding and really good to do as well um, so I, that was my favourite sort of type of attack was just like uh, you can sort of because you, you, you can sort of do a backflip or a sort of side jump and do the flurry rush and then the enemy will sort of be a bit stunned after that and then I would just go in and start swinging the uh, the sledgehammer. So I found that really, really cool to do as well. So, yeah, that was really, really great. Um, the, my spoiler-free thoughts on the story is that, well, there is a story, but you're 90% of the time you're going to be running around doing stuff, doing shrines, defeating enemies, doing little tasks for people if you want to, uh, that sort of thing. I found the story in the end to be rewarding. This is really one of those games where, like, if you want, all of the satisfaction and reward of the story you're gonna have to finish it um because the, the like the journey along the story isn't quite that sort of satisfying and it's actually quite sort of bare bones but i didn't really have a problem with that because i was so uh invested in just like the action and, and just doing stuff in the game i felt it was very very well done um yeah let's take a quick break here Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Game of Thrones is coming back for its 8th and final season, so we had a preview podcast out for that. Um, Walking Dead side of things, the Walking Dead is now finished for the uh, second half of Season 9, so all of Season 9 is, is finished now. Uh, so we've got full coverage out there for that. 
Uh, that's me and David as well. Um, I did a Let's Play for the final episode of the Telltale video game series. Uh, so not for the final episode of The Walking Dead, but it's The Walking Dead, the uh, Telltale and Skybound video game series. Uh, and if you don't want the video version or you want a, a version more on the go, uh, there's a podcast version out there for you guys to listen to as well, which is on the Walking Dead UK feed. So that's essentially just the audio for the game and for when I said stuff. So that's that as well. Uh, and I also went to Walker Stalker Con, which is the Walking Dead convention, and I did a podcast discussing my time there, uh, the the ups and downs and the good stuff and the bad stuff that happened. But that's out there for you guys to listen to as well. Um, I will also be making a review for uh, Astrobots, uh, the, the the PlayStation VR game, but that will be coming out on Thursday, which is when I'm going to plan that for release. Uh, so look out for that later in the week. I'm going to record it after I've done this one, so look out for that. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is still continuing for Season 2. Uh, it's got two episodes left, and it will finish the week that Game of Thrones starts. Gaming Talk this week, we talked about... Uh, what did we talk about? Cyberpunk, digital sales, Nintendo Switch Online, and PlayStation, and some other bits and pieces. Um, and we'll have another podcast out this week for Gaming Talk as well. Um, and uh, two recent film reviews for Pet Cemetery and for Us as well. Both spoiler and spoiler-free sections of the podcast as well. And that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, but yeah, overall I think Zelda's like a very, very rewarding game once you get the hang of the mechanics, once you get used to the game. Um, the game did feel quite fiddly sometimes as well. I would notice during... During normal fights and during what well, what I would consider to be the boss fights, the Divine Beasts and stuff, where, uh, but a little bit more with the Divine Beasts, I would find that when I would, because you can specifically aim at an enemy uh, if you hold down, uh, it's ZL I think, I have my switch in front of me actually, um, by holding down uh, ZL, the, the, like the L2 or the... Um, LT button on the Xbox and on the PlayStation basically, so if you held down that, you could then aim at the enemy and you could also use that as a bit of an assist to like shoot arrows and stuff at them or to throw weapons and stuff. I did find that when um like if I was going to aim for a particular shot or like if I was dodging certain things that were being thrown at me or whatever or certain blasts that, that would be go towards me. Once the enemy would like teleport away because a lot of the divine beasts would like you'd be able to hit them for a bit and they would be shooting stuff or whatever they would be doing and then they would they would like transform into a little ball. They would like move across to it to a different, I suppose, spawn location. Um, I did find that like as soon as it did that, I would be sort of um, like I'd go to turn my camera towards where the the ball would be going, and I would find that the camera would like flip around, and I would be completely lost as to where the the enemy would be. I found that to be quite a problem during the uh, the boss fights as well. Um, but no, I just think that like, you know, when when you're doing the, the normal fights and stuff and um, a lot of people had the compl- complaint about obviously the weapon degradation and how easily they would just basically break. I found that towards, because c- you'll, you'll often be in two different situations where like you'll go to pick up weapons and you'll just have too many and then you'll be in a situation where like you'll, you'll have fought a boss and all the weapons would have been like broken or whatever um and like and then you'd go and pick up more weapons and then you'd find too many so i didn't have as much of a problem with that it was quite annoying when like you'd you'd start hitting an enemy and it wouldn't because it would say hey your blade or whatever 
uh, is badly damaged and then you'd have a few more hits and it would say like your weapon's broken and then you'd have to immediately go and switch to a new one. Um, I think it would have kind of helped some of the mechanic of the game if uh, you automatically switch to a new weapon. Same as with the the bows and arrows and with, well not with the arrows, but with the bows and with the uh, with the shields. When all those sorts of things break I would have preferred if the game had like automatically switch me to the next one I wouldn't have even minded which one it was because it would have meant that like let's say an enemy breaks my shield if if Link automatically got a new shield out I would still have some sense of uh, defense or protection so I would have preferred that as well but uh, overall with Zelda I think that like it's quite amazing that this thing's on the switch and I know it was like in-house made and it's a first party exclusive and all that sort of stuff for Nintendo so obviously they can sort of tailor it better to the switch and everything but um I think some of the uh, locations and everything look gorgeous. I think that, um, like so the the way that the music would sort of fit in with with different locations and stuff was amazing. And so the atmosphere was like really amazing with all that as well. Um, but yeah, overall I had a fantastic time with Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild, and I'm because you'd you'd probably say the main two mascots or the main two characters of of Nintendo are Mario and Zelda. I don't, I've changed my mind a little bit more on Mario since I last talked about him. He's not as frustrating as uh, I, I've i seen him before. My, my main complaint between him and basically Crash is that um, Mario runs too slowly or he starts running too slowly. Um, he has too much of like a build up towards his run whereas Crash you can just hold down the button and he starts run, running. But anyway, that's a different, I actually did do a discussion piece on uh, Crash Bandicoot versus Super Mario. So that's out there if you guys want to read it actually. Uh, that was a written piece that I did a while ago. Um, but no, I think, like, because I played, yeah, I played Super Mario Odyssey before Breath of the Wild. And then I thought, like, hey, you know, Zelda looks like a bit more of an action game. I might be more into that. And I absolutely was. Um, I'm really, really excited to eventually, if they do release some of the others, like uh, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, any other sorts of other ones to the Switch. Because uh, they're doing, is it Link's Awakening they're remastering or remaking for the Switch? I'm really excited and curious to go and see that and, and check that out when that comes out. Um, which I know is a bit of like a different format for Zelda, but I'm genuinely more invested in, or more in, interested and invested in Zelda than what I ever was before. So uh, I'm curious to check out some of the others as well. I'm not like, I wouldn't call myself a Zelda fan, I've only played one of the games. Um, but I'm very, very interested to see the other games and obviously what they do in in the future with 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 them as well, uh, like the feedback that they'll take from Breath of the Wild and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm I'm really quite interested to see what they do with them and w- what they do with him rather and everything like that. So um, the next kind of Zelda game I've got lined up is I am being sent a copy of it's Hyrule Warriors I think it's called where you do this sort of the like hack and slash fighting sort of stuff with all the Hyrule Zelda characters and I think that they have different costumes and stuff for the like all the different games and stuff because obviously Zelda uh, or Link sorry uh, or Zelda I will uh, I think um, had like you know different outfits and different sort of looks about them uh, or different designs like different characters designs throughout the, throughout all of them so I'm curious to see what all that's about and uh, yeah I'm, I'm excited for the future and the past of Zelda because obviously I haven't explored that either but um yeah, I, I'd highly, highly recommend Breath of the Wild. It's a good one for, like... Uh, it's a good sort of go-to game for the Switch. And I would say, like, if you're... So there's a bit. There's two sort of different sides. If you're not a parent, 
and uh, I mean you can play Mario or Zelda but if you're more interested in sort of like a more action more in-depth kind of game because uh, I would say that Zelda's a lot more in-depth than uh, Mario Odyssey uh, then I'd say check out Breath of the Wild but if you want a situation where like um, if you can't get two switches or something and you've got a child uh, plus you can play Mario with your child as well I think one of you can control Cappy and the other one can control Mario um, I'd say maybe try and get Zelda and Mario and then like when you know your, your child's not playing Mario with you you can go and play Zelda and stuff um, I'd say that it's like I wouldn't say it's impossible for a child to play Zelda but it's a lot more complicated and there's a lot more sort of mechanics that go into it than what they do with with Mario so uh, that's sort of what what I'd recommend but you guys can can do whatever you like obviously so that's fine as well um, but yeah that's kind of my review for, of Breath of the Wild um, I just I like, absolutely love the mechanics I love the way I got back into the game and everything and uh, I'm very invested in the future. I'm going to give Breath of the Wild a 9.5. I do think that there's some issues with it and stuff. And you can get a bit lost with certain bits and pieces. But uh, once you sort... It's, it's all about breaking that mould with Zelda for me. And getting used to the mechanics. And once you're, once you're in there... Um, and it's nowhere near as hard a barrier to break down as something like a Bloodborne or a Dark Souls. Because um, I, I would compare Zelda to Dark Souls and Bloodborne in certain gameplay aspects i know some of you might think like you know zelda's nowhere near as hard as some of those other games and i'd agree with you because i have played uh i think dark souls one or two or something and i've played bloodborne and obviously those games are a lot harder but there's certain similarities um with uh that those games and with with zelda and stuff so um take that into consideration as well i suppose um but yeah it's once it's sort of like yeah getting used to that sort of um, grind of the game, that sort of thing, and getting used to sort of the mold and the mechanics. Once you do that, you'll have a pretty good time with with Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, that's my review. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content that we got on EntertainmentTalk.org. You can uh, support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk. Um, Patreon.com forward slash Entertainment Talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. You can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut, but it won't cost you anything extra. Uh, iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. And at the moment, please, if you'd like to rate a specific, if you'd like to rate a uh, specific iTunes feed, uh, please choose the uh, Game of Thrones one. At the moment, that will help us out with uh, the upcoming final season. So please do that as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds that will help us out as well uh, you can share the post on Facebook retweet it on Twitter all that kind of stuff it helps us out as well video games if you want to watch me Robert or David play different video games me and David have got Twitch streaming channels Robert's got one on Mixer thank you all very much for listening and I'll see you for the next video game review which will be Astrobot or the next podcast that we have thank you for listening and I'll see you next time goodbye